0: Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast, where we help you find the keys to living your best life. We tackle issues ranging from physical and emotional well-being, all the way to strengthening personal relationships and paving the way to financial independence. Get excited to take your life to the next level today. Now, here are your hosts, Cheryl Morley and Paul Croteau.
1: Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast. It is Thursday, Cheryl, which means we are talking about leadership.
0: Well, there's nothing better to talk about on a Thursday.
1: Well, there's nothing better to talk about than explosive growth.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so, so true. This is, I can't, what I can't believe is that we are already at law number 20. Yeah, it, like feeling run
1: along here. I'm getting yeah, kind of sad, all sad all now myself. Yeah, this is- yeah. Last one next week. Legacy.
0: Wow. Well, these two are these two might be my favorites. I mean, I had a lot that are my favorites, but yeah, well, I,
1: just the word explosive uh, alone is 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 already got high points in my book.
0: Absolutely. I, you know,
1: I love growth. So you yeah. put those two things together, and it, you can't go wrong. Win win. Win win. That's for sure. Yeah. So what is this law of? So we're following John Maxwell' twenty one laws of leadership. This is law number twenty, as Cheryl mentioned. Um, we have our notes at elevateyourlife.com. You can get these notes from this podcast. But Cheryl, tell us what this law number 20 is all about.
0: Well, I think what it's all about is to add growth, you can lead followers, right? So you you're it's just you leading a team, leading a group of followers, people who um who Don't really want to be leaders, but they just simply want to follow whatever you're talking about, whatever you're doing, but to multiply growth. And I think this is where the explosive growth comes in. Then you as a leader need to lead leaders.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. And I, I think the most fascinating thing that John said is that 95% of leaders never develop other leaders. They just bring more followers in.
0: But I don't think that's weird.
1: No, it's probably, you know, makes it sense. Makes like, sense. I'm, I'm the leader. We're bringing new followers. in. you know, I'm not right. bringing more leaders in, you know. So, but John is always, whether he's going into a new church or a new company, or new whatever, first thing he does goes in there, develop more leaders. Because that's how we're going to explode this thing and have great growth.
0: Well, let me tell you what I like. So John said he's always trying to, you know, um, hand the reins over. Yeah. Let me teach you how to do it. Let me train you how to do it. And you take over. Now, I love that idea. Like that's always, I mean, I always, I I said it a little bit different. I said, listen, I would love to train you to take over what I'm doing, but I will be in the back clapping for you and excited and, and be there to support you. So I think that it's the same thing, but I just didn't ever realize that that's what it was.
1: Well, it's, um. You know a lot of people need so we all have the six human needs yeah and and the need for significance is 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 important to all of us but we all get it in different ways right. so I think a lot of leaders get their significance from hey there's more people joining you know and and the last thing they want to do is have someone succeed them you know take over what they're doing you know you you know especially oh. in corporate America you're like I want right. to pay um, yeah. but that is such a backwards mentality. Your significance should come from how many leaders have you created.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, that's that's where I get all my significance from. And I know that's where you get it from. And then we get to sit in the back and cheer all these great leaders on and live a great life. You know, so it's um
0: I love it. And I and I think the I think the whole key is to train other leaders to do the same thing, right? Because mm-hmm. it's 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 one thing for us to do it but then we need leaders who train leaders.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Yes. And who lead leaders, which I think is such a great concept. I love it.
1: Absolutely. So we we mentioned, may have mentioned once or twice that Cheryl and I own the Institute of Holistic Health. We have a health coaching program, health coaching certification program that we've been doing for years and um in this certification in the in the Institute of Holistic Health, we have three different type of people. We have clients, of course, People who want to get healthy. We have coaches who coach clients how to get healthy. And then we have CEOs, kind of like franchises, where they go out and they're not looking for clients, they're looking for more coaches to build a business and have a coaching franchise, you know, where they have a lot of coaches there. Of course, those coaches are getting clients. So they have clients in, you know, in their in their organization as well, in their business as well, but uh they're not necessarily looking for clients themselves. So, and you can, and in our Institute, you can be any one of these three things or all three of them or two of the three or whatever, you know, it's totally up to you. But what we're seeing a lot of Cheryl is that a lot of coaches come in and they, and they are focused on just finding clients, which is fine. What was what we exist for is to help people get healthy. Um, But there's, you know, there's a new breed of people who are like, who get it, that understand that massive explosive growth. Doesn't come from necessarily adding on more clients. It's from bringing in more coaches, and then you got hundreds of coaches. Of course, your business is going to explode because of the the law of explosive growth.
0: Right. Well, and and I like the I like knowing, and we do know this that eighty percent of the people, like you said, they'll come in and they they will only want to work with clients. That's it. They just want to. And, and look in in any other health coaching program, that's all there is right? That's it. You just, Absolutely. you're a coach and you work with clients and you trade time for money. Yep. That's, that's what it's about. So we're a little bit and nothing wrong with that. No, there is nothing wrong with that. And that is something that you can do here too, but there's just a couple of other options that we have too, that I think are so neat. So we know that 80%, um, will work with clients, but 20%, um, will want to be leaders who lead leaders. Yeah. Right. And so that's what that is. And they go out and look for those, for those um, coaches instead of just clients. And, and the thing that I love about that, Paul, is that as you do that, you can reach more people, right? Our whole goal is not just to reach, you know, uh, 25 or 30 uh, coaches or clients, I mean, but we want to re- reach 25 or 30 coaches because then those coaches reach those coaches that reach those coaches.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all have a limit. So Cheryl and I have been coaches for years, and you know we could help a couple hundred people, you know, directly. You know, got a big client base that we have personally, but if, when we got two hundred coaches, right, and each of those had two hundred clients, that's where the explosive. You can see the multiplication factor in that. So um, it just so we, Cheryl and I had to make a, a big change in our lives and focus more on leading leaders than yeah. finding clients. And we love, I mean, we still take on clients, don't get me wrong. We love, we love helping people with their health, but we spend the majority of our time, 80% of our time bringing in new leaders, new coaches, new CEOs, because we know that's going to explode things and has exploded things um, from, from having that mentality.
0: Right. And that's what I love, Paul. So let's talk a little bit about uh, leader's math versus followers math. I really, really like this. I think it's such a great concept. And it all starts with um, so leaders who attract. So we're gonna go over uh and we have a graph here. You guys can get the notes at um elevateyourlife.com. Uh, um, just so that you can see the graph that we have here that I that I just I think is so neat. And I, I think it really explains perfectly exactly what happens, you know, so we can really uh drive this point home. I think it's so important. So um, on the left, if you're looking at it, leaders who attract followers and then leaders who attract leaders. So, and I'll just do the first couple, Paul, and then you can take over. So leaders who attract followers need to be needed.
1: Yeah, which we talked about the the, the need for significance. And that's right. how they're filling it. They're filling it by bringing in more followers and people need them, which makes them feel significant. So there, there you go.
0: Right, and they're not looking... For anyone to take over for them, or anybody to oh
1: no way know. that's the last thing they want.
0: <laughs> right? They want to be that. They want to be the top. The main. They person. want to be it. Yeah. Okay. And then let's talk though about leaders who attract leaders. They want to be succeeded. Yes, please.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it is, you know. And it's uh, I don't know why you and I get that so easily, but other people don't. But um, hey, we got pom poms out. We want you want to be surrounded by people who are better than you.
0: Oh yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay. So leaders who attract followers, um, they develop the bottom 20%. It's anybody who's, I need help. I need help. I've got a problem. Help, help, help. Anybody raising their hand. Right. And then leaders who attract leaders develop the top, the top 20%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's so true. I mean, I checked my voicemail. And it is loaded with people who, you know, have all these questions, which I've answered like 10 times already. Um, but none of my top leaders, they're too busy to talk to me because they're out building a business. Right. You know, <laughs> they're like, Paul, we love you and everything. But every time you call us, you kind of waste our time. So I'll send you a Christmas card. We'll keep in touch. But I'm out working, you know, so. Mm-hmm. um Developing those top 20%, that's where the cream of the crop is. That's where all your explosive growth is going to happen.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing about that though, Paul, is I think, like you said, those are the ones that don't really need you. And so I think sometimes we slip into that, let me help you. Yeah. Mode. And I think that's sometimes how we get stuck and caught. I've been stuck and caught a lot of times um, before, like down in the down in the bottom 20%. Yeah.
1: And I shouldn't have, I don't necessarily mean they don't need you anymore because we keep growing ourselves. Sure. So we keep learning new things and we always have to stay a couple steps ahead of them so that we can help them grow. Again, it goes back to that lid. If the lid is here and they're here, there's no room for growth. But if we, you and I continue to grow ourselves, then we're able to add value to other other top leaders.
0: Right, awesome. Okay, so leaders who attract followers, this is one of my favorites focus yeah. on weaknesses.
1: Yeah. What's the problem?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's the problem? How can I help you fix it? What can I do now? Leaders who attract leaders focus on strengths. Yeah. And I love that.
1: Yeah. It's so true. it's, it's, but it's so easy to look for what's wrong, you know, and, and what's the weakness in, in things, but, um, uh... When you, when you find someone's strengths, you know, you want, I think the best example is a football team. You know, you, you can't have your quarterback play lineman. He wasn't made to be a lineman. He was made well, to you be the could, quarterback.
0: But it's not going to work out very well. No,
1: no. You can't have your lineman be the quarterback. You can't have the, your lineman be the running back. You can't have your lineman punt. All these different positions have very specific people that play them.
0: And they take the time. They take the time to find out what their strengths are and yeah. put them in those particular roles. If you're
1: 375 pounds and you're good at pushing people, you should be on the offensive line. <laughs> this makes sense. That's their strength. You know? Yeah. Let's not, let's not turn that guy into a wide receiver now. Okay.
0: Yeah, so let's focus on strengths. I think that bottom line, that's what that is what that is. because I think that, that it's just better as we do that. So leaders who attract followers, again, treat everyone the same. Everybody's the same, no matter what. We're going to treat everybody the same. Now, leaders who attract leaders treat everyone differently. And I thought this was so interesting. This is all about finding out what the strengths are, finding out who that person is, finding out their likes, their dislikes, what they're good at, um, you know, all of those different things so that you can treat them accordingly.
1: Absolutely. You know, we, we value everyone, everyone's value value, you know, God's child value everybody. But uh, and I think this is a big change in, in your leadership, Cheryl, that I've seen is that you were someone that was, hey, let's treat everyone the same. Let's, let's not exclude oh. anybody or, or anything like that. And um, I'm an includer. Yeah, I'm not. So I'm, I'm very good at treating everyone differently. Um, yeah. So I, uh, it's, it's a it's something that's got to be learned over time, but, you know, we ask you to just do some self-reflection and say, what, what am I doing? Am I, am I really doing, you know, am I treating everyone the same or am I look treating my top and- 20% different?
0: And I want to make sure that you guys understand that we're not saying treat everyone differently as far as kindness goes. Right. Or right. anything like that. Because, you know, you want to be kind to everyone.
1: Right. Then, but there's, there's only 24 hours others. in a day. So you got to right. spend your time with uh, the ones that are going to have the, you know, cause the explosive growth.
0: Right. Okay. Moving on. Leaders who attract followers spend time with others. Leaders who attract leaders invest time
1: with others yeah wow
0: spend and invest that is uh, that's really huge that's a huge
1: huge fording right there yeah
0: yeah yeah so, yeah. so it's, it's,
1: it's it's really like bringing in you know we've we've both created this inner circle of people and we're just investing in them and pouring ourselves into them kind of like jesus with the 12 disciples i mean he just really wanted to spend his time with those 12 people and he knew that those 12 people would go tell the rest of the world Right. You know, but you got it, so you got to really invest and pour yourself into your inner circle, um, which I think is is the most important law there is here in, in the 21 laws.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about growth now, since we're talking about explosive growth. Well, leaders who attract followers grow by addition. So yeah. we've got one plus one is two, continues on, which that's again, that is a fine way to continually add. To your to your team, but leaders who attract leaders grow by multiplication. Now that's a huge difference too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So this last
1: one is the real one that moves me, Cheryl.
0: Yeah. So leaders who attract followers impact only people that they touch. And leaders who attract leaders impact people beyond their touch.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's great because I know when we develop leaders, they're going to go out and touch thousands and thousands of lives um, that we could have never done. Just sheer time restraints is, is uh, you know. Um, I think we, could, you know, we did some math. We we work like a hundred thousand hours a week. Now there's yeah. only 168 hours in the week. So like, well, how how are you working a hundred thousand hours a week? Well, we have X amount of people working 10 hours each. And on our team. So we're actually reaping the benefits of hundreds of thousands of hours of work per week. Um, Then people are like, what? That's that's crazy. But that's what we're talking about here. That's how you have explosive growth. That's how you become a top leader is by spending your time developing the leaders around you.
0: Yeah. Then there's a couple of other things here, Paul, that I love. I I love uh, if you develop yourself, you will experience personal success. That makes sense. Yep. If you develop yourself. Now, if you develop a team, your organization will experience growth. Absolutely. Now, if you develop leaders, your organization will achieve explosive growth, which is where we want to be.
1: Yeah, and we've we referenced the book before called um, the one thing. So the the main thing about the one thing is keep the main thing the main thing, <laughs> and the main thing is developing leaders. That's Absolutely. what we're all about here. We're raising leaders, leads. We're focused hundred percent on that because we know that that's what's going to get us the biggest return. Yeah, and just and in that in that uh, um, same thought pattern, so the top twenty percent. Of your team, your leaders, is going to give you eighty percent of your return. Now, I mean, that's huge, you know. Yeah, you know. So it's it's uh. So and in the, in the bottom eighty percent of your team is going to give you twenty percent of your return. So that that's is, shocking. you know, when you that's look at shocking. it that way, you're like, "Whoa, I got to really spend my time with the top twenty percent."
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys, now's the time to think about and get down. You've got to grade yourself or rate yourself on a scale from one to 10, where you're at in these different um, in these different stages, right? So where do you find yourself? Developing yourself, which we do that all the time, Paul, right? I mean we and we continue to do that.
1: You have to, yep. Growing yourself is the number one thing.
0: Yeah. So that's super important. Developing your clients, absolutely. Stage two. Stage two, developing the clients, and then stage three, developing leader. And remember, focusing eighty percent of your time on the top twenty percent.
1: Yeah. So which stage? You know, just look at you know look at your schedule really and see which stage am I spending the most amount of time at, yeah. and maybe make some shifts in that. Of course, you got to spend time on stage one, and of course, we spend time on stage two. But we're spending eighty percent of our time on the top twenty percent, and that's what it's where all our successes come from.
0: Yeah. That is so awesome. OK, Paul, homework,
1: homework time. We've got to grade ourselves on the law of explosive growth so on a scale from one to 10. How explosive is the growth in your organization right now? If You're running a business or a church or, or organization, whatever it is you're doing. Um, would you say it's explosive growth? You know, you know, so a 10 would be the whole thing's blown up. I mean, people are rolling in, you know, everything's going fantastic. Or it could be a little lower than that. And I'm willing to guess, Cheryl, most people are going to score a little bit lower in this one um, because they haven't quite um, grasped the, the three different stages and spending 80% of their time on the top 20%. So it's okay if you score low and this doesn't matter what the number is, pick a number and then that's where we're going to work on, you know, yeah. and uh, so
0: it's a starting. It's, it's just, it's
1: just a starting point. Yeah.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And, and,
1: and once and like I know your favorite word is awareness, Cheryl. Once you're aware of it, you can make the adjustments and 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 really master this law. This is not a hard law to master. It's just you got to understand the concept.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Do that, and then we want to read this chapter. If you haven't had a chance to read this chapter, make sure that you do that. And then also get ready because you need to read the next chapter, and that is law number twenty-one.
1: Yeah. Woo! Legacy. Yeah, we're going to give you a big homework assignment with that. Um, It's a good
0: one, though. It's super important, and it's really
1: good. It'll change your life. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah. So our plus one to end up the uh, the podcast here today, uh, to elevate your leadership, you must spend time with the top 80, or I'm sorry, the top 20% so you can get that 80% return.
0: Awesome. And as you do that, Paul, you can move from fine to fabulous.
1: You sure will. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. And and we'll be back on Tuesday for our Mindset Podcast. See you then.
0: Thanks for listening to the Elevate Your Life Podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.